0: Episode 156, 156 Uh, Today we have a special um, Seinfeld-based Podcast We're going to talk about Festivus And for those who don't know what Festivus is It was an episode of Seinfeld Where they celebrate Post, is it before Christmas? After Christmas?
1: I think it's like right after Thanksgiving, isn't
0: it? Yeah, so between Thanksgiving and And Christmas Christmas, They have a Festivus, and Festivus Is a pagan, what what did they say? It's Festivus a- is a fictional, secular holiday made popular by the TV show Seinfeld, which involved practices like the airing of grievances, where people tell others how they have disappointed them over the <laughs> past year. So we're going to do that. We are going to air our grievances with people who aren't here.
1: <laughs> we're going to tell them like <laughs> it, we're it gonna is. We're going
0: to tell them like it is. Yeah. Um This is played for laughs in the show, but airing grievances can be complicated and emotionally charged in real life situations like divorce. Yeah. So there is a relationship between festivus and
1: divorce. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I think the the biggest one for divorce is you get really angry that you're no longer married because when you get married, your sole purpose is to stay married. It's not to, oh, you know what, if it doesn't work in 10 years, we don't have to renew the license. That's not how it works. It's not like getting a car or a car license and, you know, all these things. Um, So I think the biggest one is I'm so angry that we are getting divorced and not going to be married. That's just the biggest, you know, encompassing, I can't say that word right now. Part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: we want to we do a huge disclaimer. This is just fun. We don't really mean about anything. We piss anybody off, but too bad if we do. Uh, we're just airing grievances in generalities. Yeah. Well, this not specific came up specific people.
1: Dave and I went to dinner yes. with our significant others, Val and Lance. We went to a really nice Italian restaurant. And we're sitting there minding our business. And there was this awesome waiter. Who was sitting people. Actually, or, he was a host. A host. Host. He was seating people at this one table. Well, in the first one, I noticed because <laughs> the young lady that was being given a table and didn't want a table, obviously, caused the scene and her mom was like, okay.
0: She wants a booth.
1: Definitely the 20, early 20s. Freaking
0: grievances right yeah. there, buddy.
1: Don't be mean to the waiter. Don't yeah. the, the waiter can't doesn't pick your table for you. Yeah. And if they do, it's only based on what we, their availability is. Yeah. So I noticed the first one. Val notices the second one. The second time someone try he tries to sit someone at the table and they're like, Can we get a booth? Mm -hmm. And a third happens. And then we bring him over and like, Oh my gosh, you're doing the greatest job ever, trying to do your job and And people just
0: just suck.
1: People are shitty. And you can obviously tell it was a really nice restaurant, so people kind of... Almost, they felt entitled. Like, I don't want to sit there, and you're going to not let me sit there because I am important. So then the last one, we were in a booth along the wall, and there was a a booth behind us. (laughs) (laughs) And they wanted a (laughs) freaking... table <laughs> they were given totally the booth, opposite yes and they wanted the table so Dumb the host asses. and myself and val made eye contact contact again we're just like this is made up this this can't this be real, not real. so no. it was almost like one of my grievances is don't be rude to the wake staff. Yeah. don't but be a dick yeah i said we're gonna give out stickers like our friend lisa gives out don't be a dick yeah. because it's it's so much easier to be nice but like hey you know what I can't fit in the booth. Can we have a table? <laughs> then uh, this isn't comfortable. We want to gaze into each other's eyes. So,
0: so me and Lance, we're sitting there, and, <laughs> and it's tight. That booth is tight, man. Right on but our big chest. Guys. But we're big yeah. guys. But we didn't complain. We sat there. We ate. You know, killed the bread and oil. You know,
1: <laughs> ate all the bread. Ate all
0: the bread twice. <laughs> and uh dip the oil in the cheese and the pepper and shit like that. But we didn't complain. But man, people suck. They're just Especially in the holidays. Yeah. They're just rude. Uh,
1: and yeah. I and I get everybody's tired and everybody's yeah. the, especially this year, a lot of people are ho hum. Like well. Yeah,
0: like can't us. Get, get,
1: can't get in the in the groove of it. But Area of Grievances I think is a part of like it's kinda like journaling, right? It's yeah. kinda like podcasting or therapy and all the things you're getting it out of you. So it doesn't sit and fester and rot and all the fester,
0: things. festivus, fester. Wow. Fester. What a, what you're a welcome. rude word. Yes.
1: And so I think airing your grievances, especially when you're going to divorce, you it's all, a lot of it's shitty,
0: Yep,
1: but you can turn it into a positive. So it doesn't affect other people how shitty it is. Like I know a lot of times people like, when they find out that I was getting divorced, like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, wasn't on my top priority list yep. you know like just getting up and showering was probably a major thing but i think when you're going through divorce too and you have something negative to say it's generally reflected towards your spouse
0: soon to be ex. right
1: yeah so it almost it almost takes more everything's to, our fault yeah it takes more effort to be positive it takes more effort to will so be like, you know what? It takes two to tango. We were both in this marriage together, and yes, there's for instances where one person does something and whatever, blah blah blah.
0: But it's a better turnout when you try to do the positive, do the extra work to do the positive yeah. thing. But, but we should start. We should start telling people when they piss us off. Mm-hmm. Do you want a booth?
1: <laughs> Are you a table kind of person? A table. Or hey, like you
0: it? want a table or booth? What yeah. you want? <laughs> And then watch your face, like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> I said, "Do you want a freaking table or a booth?"
1: Yeah. How long is this going to be? Yeah. Booths yeah. are kind of more be? cozy. Yeah. Tables are kind of more like you're out in the open space. Everybody can see yeah. you. You know, c- booths you can kind of cuddle in.
0: And don't spill the oil on the floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that happened last night too. It was. It's always an adventure when Dave and I are out. <laughs> oh man,
0: people. No. Yeah. So another grievance could be what happens if someone pulls a trigger on you and you aren't ready, like they blindside you. If you're receiving that, yeah, that's a that's a hell of a grievance. It's like, yeah. hey, why didn't you tell me? I didn't. Why didn't you tell me had a problem? Yeah, or
1: how? I think one of the one of the big things that people go through too is how did I not see it? Yep. How did you? And
0: they beat themselves up.
1: Yeah, and how did I not? catch you know if it's cheating how did i not catch that person how did i not do that and a lot of them is like why didn't you stick up for me or why didn't you do this or why wasn't i the most important or you know financially why did you hide the money problems why couldn't you talk to me about it we're in this together or you know so there's a lot of grievances that if if we just use communication i think in of itself Is saying, I'm going to communicate with you so much because I care about you and you're in my life and you're an important part of my life. But here's what pisses me off about you. Or here's what, you know, we need to work on or here's what I need to work on. And I need your support in working on that. Like when he, when the dad stands up and he starts talking about all the people in the group, it's, it's someone's dad. So you already have respect enough for them Mm -hmm. to be like, Oh, okay. And most of the times he said stuff that was, actual and factual right so it was like oh yeah I do do that and it's not trying to make you upset but it's like you know what it really pissed me off when you cancelled on me seven times and the one time I was a little late you were mad at me
0: so what happens if uh, we're talking about airing of of grievances so it's almost like when you go to the divorce and everything is kind of like animosity you know Not, not all divorces are like oh Yeah. Uh, Some are ugly. Some of those grievances don't really matter, but you need to work through those grievances, even though they don't matter. Because you can't change other people. You can't make people do what they don't want to do. But you got to talk about that, even with yourself.
1: Exactly. And I think self-speak is very important when it comes to it, because what do I want to say? How much of it should I filter? And then how is it going to come across to the other person? And you've been, you know, most of the time you've been with the other person a while. I mean, you don't get married one day and divorce the next. Um, so you know how they react to conflict. They, you know how they act. Like, do you have to kid glove them when you give them news or do you, can you just say it and they're going to be mad either way? So I think part of airing, you know, speaking, communication, all that thing is a big part when you go through divorce because like think back when, you know, custody. The first weekend that you don't have your kids because they were holding them hostage or, you know, you're not a good parent or you did this to us and you're the problem and you need to leave and you need to do that. That, that can turn ugly really quickly. Um, and until you discuss, you know, what weekend am I getting? What did, what works for you? What works for me? You know, like we do half, like I have them three and a half and he has them three and a half and it just, works out for us because Correct. of work. And there are some times where we have to switch back and forth, but there was times, you know, like I'd have him two weekends because he had to work. And then it was like, well, I need to make up that date. I'm like, no, well, we have something planned that day. He was like, well, I missed out on those days. Well, that's not my fault that you canceled. You needed to switch. I tried to work it out most times, but if I had something scheduled, like especially around the holidays, um, I'm sorry that you feel left out, but mm-hmm. you are why we had to change the days. I shouldn't have to keep, you know, being kind and all the things. So early on, it was like, you know what? I, no, I get three and a half days. You get three and a half days. And then then it was, okay, if I get four, and I get four. And then you've been a little
0: bit. And but, so it, but, I, it, but, it, but it took you a while to get to that point. You, you yeah. just get to that point right away.
1: Yeah. And I think, especially going through the holidays, the first that first time, even before we got officially divorced, we know we're separated and stuff, living in different places. I went back to the house and stayed Christmas Eve, stayed like with my daughter in her room. Woke up Christmas morning and then left at noon because it was his time. The next year, I was like, okay, so we both had them that that day. We both had them Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. So how does this work? But and why work do about- you get precedence? And why do you do this? And what are that? So that first that first Christmas, I. Asked to have you know my youngest for like a whole week because I was going back east, and when I got back it was like okay cool I can keep him for a week or we can go back to regular whatever you want to do so it was kind of like I think we realized how far in it we were finally because the holidays suck damn the first holiday definitely divorced or not if you're separated and whatever or the divorce isn't final and you're doing your separate thing and you're creating new traditions and you're creating new norms. Sometimes, you know, the schedule will have to change a little bit, and that's okay. Yep. You know.
0: So let's, let, let's go back to Festivus again. So uh, some of the rules of Festivus, uh, you put a clock in a bag and nail it to the wall, which is considered the true symbol of Festivus. Did you know that? No. Yeah. And there's a dinner. There's yeah. a Festivus dinner. dinner. But you air the grievances before dinner. And so. So then
1: you can th- have a food fight? yeah so
0: so what you so basically um airing of grievances like i said before where families and friends have the opportunity to tell each other how they were disappointed by that person the past year so it's a yearly thing
1: okay well that's good because then you can get all the shit out and you can heal from all the traumas within a couple years hopefully um i think too like but the, some of the grievances for my, like, divorce and stuff was, you know, my ex going back to where we lived and just saying whatever his side was. Yep. And then people coming at me after, you know, months after going, I heard you did this or I heard this happen. I heard, I'm like, you know what? At no point do I need to tell you the truth, tell you what's, what, what part of that is true, what part isn't true because if that's what he needed to do to heal, I'm not going to take that from him. But the people who truly yep. know me and care about me know my truth because they've been through the whole thing with me. So one of my friends was like, don't go bad-mouthing your ex. Yeah, you're good. your best girlfriend is going to be like, I can't believe he's a shit or I can't believe she did this. Or, I can't believe that. And I think part of it is really knowing – who your village is. And I think that takes a lot when you first are going through divorce. So, you know, again, when you're first going through it, nothing we say is going to make sense. You're going to have that moment. like, I wish I was listen to David and Rachel quicker, but you also have to go through it at your own pace. And if we can help anybody have a little light bulb moment earlier than later, just remember that affects your kids. I mean, if you have kids, that affects your life somehow because the person that you were married to at one point was your all. And now you've just – you basically said you sucked at picking also. You're also making yourself look shitty because you decided that was your person. So – don't badmouth your ex. Yes, you. when you're in your best girlfriend group and you're out and you're drinking, you're oh, going to yeah, be like, you ah, you shit. fucker. Yeah, this, that. He's this. He's that. She's this. She's that. She did this. She did that. And it really does come down to, it. at some point, someone's going to tell that story to, you know, like I said, someone's going to say that story to my kids and my kids are going to be like, what? That's not what happened. Or, oh, I didn't know that. And then it brings up all the shit again. So then it can create more bullshit, you know?
0: There's a Festivus meatloaf.
1: Yes, I did know that. Did you know that? Yeah.
0: I'm learning so much about Festivus. Uh,
1: my, my friends and I back east used to have a Festivus. We bring all the extra stuff after any of the big holidays. And we had a big sign and it said Festivus and exchanged gifts. And a What lot kind of, time, of gifts? A lot of times it was like gag gifts, like okay. funny stuff. So, Or, you know, you re-gifts, you know, the lamp re-gifts. that the grandma gave you well, that has the horns on it. But everybody in the family has already gotten it once because they re-gifted it to someone else. That's a true story.
0: So it keeps going around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it's more of a-
0: The festivus for all the rest this of us.
1: All shit's over. Let's just celebrate what the true yeah. meaning of like the holidays are. Babe, so, and-
0: you're going through a divorce. Every year, festivus should be less and less traumatic. Stingy. Yeah. 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 Where it gets to the point where it's funny as shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, now it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, But, cool. but that first
0: festivist is going to be a s- motherfucker. Yeah. It is. I
1: actually, I think your first festivist you should, like, go rent one of those smash rooms. Oh. Do you see this? Yep. Yeah, you go rent a smash room. That could be your festivist. you and your girlfriends or you and whoever. Just go, your boy, your guy friends, go smash shit. I think mm. that takes a You know, because you said you dealt with anger a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that would take that physical anger... Out on something else, and then you weren't, you know, projected on. I would take else.
0: the festive meatloaf and and <laughs> and beat that shit up.
1: That's their snack.
0: Yeah, snack.
1: <laughs> Your snack. But meat meatloaf has to be made the right way though. Too some meatloaf is shit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like, um, uh, uh, not pound cake. Fruit cake. Fruit cake. Yeah. <laughs> Fruit cake is the meatloaf you know, of.
1: I honestly, Christmas. I don't think I've ever had it because of other people's opinions. Going, it's disgusting. Then I don't think not I've ever had to try it. it. I'm not going to try it. No, yep. it's one of those things. I'm like, no, nah, I don't need that. We're good. I'm pretty sure I don't want that. But yeah, yeah. So, what was one? Of, what's one of your big grievances that you have now? Like, is there a grievance that you still work on? You know, I really don't have it's any grievances
0: though. right now. I've, I'm pretty much in a pretty good space after getting yeah. married back in. Um, September, um, God, I don't really have any grievances, you know, yeah. I'm looking forward to the kids getting married, having grandkids. I'm, I'm just looking, uh, my, my, my only grievance is my damn kids don't have grandkids.
1: <laughs> so I that's have a selfish like, grievance. I said, so, I said, yes. like so like, oh, we're not forcing you, but anytime yeah, you're ready, yeah.
0: anytime, guys, Logan, who's 12, you know, you're, you're not, not ready. You know, <laughs> I would, Hey, I'm fixed. And I would have a kid first (laughs) before my kids would have a kid. We discussed that last
1: night. Val said, hell no. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, I would change that shit up and say, poop.
1: Yeah, well, I still have, you know, I have a 12-year-old still, and I have, Mm -hmm. you know, my kids. And I think pretty much we have set some pretty good boundaries and expectations. And we kind of just let the kids navigate where they want to go or where they want to be and, you know, most of the time, it depends on if they know, if they're kind of going to, they kind of know a gift they're going to get from the parent that they want the most. That's how it kind of goes. So, like, if we're getting one, if I, if my son asked me for an Xbox and he asked his dad for a plane and he's going to get a plane, he might go to dad's to see if he got a plane. That, that, that's over-exaggeration, okay. of course. All right. But um, now it's... um well, if I spend Christmas Eve with you and Christmas morning with that, Christmas, Christmas Eve with Dad and Christmas morning, I want to spend Christmas Day and the next day, you know, doing all the, <laughs> playing all the games and stuff like that. Now it's, I'm flying in at this point. I have to do this. I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to do that. Blah, 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 and here's where I have an allotted time. That's fine. Cause, there you go. You know, my daughter's coming for, in from the East Coast. Got to, got to. And then my son and his, his girlfriend got a new job. So she's working on one of the holidays. And then they'll be there the other one. And then, like, Lance's daughter is away right now. And she comes home and she's all the things. But, long story longer, one of my grievances is I'm not pinpointing anybody, but a lot of times we have been dealing with one parent. Now, there's four, you know, me and my ex, and Lance and his ex. There's four of them. That are trying to get a piece of the action, which is the children, right? Which uh, inevitably, or, is. or
0: or even trying to control the narrative of the children.
1: Again, we're not going to point.
0: <laughs> we're not going to point festive his fingers
1: when one parent tries to manipulate and because like that. hold on, yeah, <laughs> we got to get like a placard or a yeah. symbol. Um, one parent tries to control, negate, fi- make everybody feel. Children feel guilty for not spending enough time with them, it affects the whole group. So, the step parents and the parents and all the people are affected by one person. And until the children
0: figure that shit out,
1: figure it out with the help of the other parents, a lot of times there's chaos and turmoil in the child who wants so bad to be accepted by that parent that Mm -hmm. is controlling or trying to control the narrative that they don't do what they actually want to do. They're not actually doing the holidays the way they want because they have to suffice a parent or it's a family a
0: negative, member. Uh, it's a never ending
1: loop. Yeah. And so a lot of the chaos that is created in families, you know, it's the holidays are about families. Well, yes, especially if that, Children are starting their own families or, you know, my daughter lives way over in New Jersey. So if her and her boyfriend had, a, you know, wanted to do something, I'm okay with that. Just try to make time for me or I'll try to make time. There's going to be times where nobody can get home. I get it. So we either decide to go see them, especially when they have young children, to go see them or we wait to see them or we make different plans. And that's okay because at some point I had my own family. I created my traditions. I did my thing. A lot of times it was intercepted by an (laughs) in-law. One of the reasons for being divorced. Um, But it took someone, myself, going, that's enough. And again, I think think the podcast can help you make boundaries quicker. And we're not telling you how to create your boundaries because your boundary might be like, no, not today. But tomorrow I'll give you Mm -hmm. all my time. And then when you give them all that time, then it's like, well, it's not enough. And then you feel guilty again. So it's this this vicious cycle that keeps going until someone says, Nope, we don't get to act like that anymore. That's good. And so I think what needs to happen as adults, if you have children and they are in that stage of starting their own lives, step back a little. Let them breathe. Let them figure out who they are. And if you're the nice parent, they're gonna wanna be they're gonna wanna come hang out with you. If you're the parent that has boundaries for themselves and says, Hey, look, whatever you need to do. So you want to see We're you. here. Every day's Christmas. You know, the whole thing of they're going to want to hang out with you. So, what's going to happen to that parent that keeps control it is eventually you're going to be alone. Yep. So, unless you want to be alone, alone stop. or
0: less time,
1: stop yep. competing against your ex. Stop competing against the in laws. Stop competing with anybody. If you want to compete, do better for yourself. You know, I want to go get that job promotion. It may mean longer hours. It might mean this. I know. It might, I want to learn how to do you know, a trade. It might take away from my family, but you control you and nobody else. Stop con- trying to control the other people. And again, if you have a 12-year-old, you're going to control him enough so he's not a dick. Oh, but hell yeah. if you have adult children, stop it.
0: All right. Parting words. This is a short one. Yeah. Festivus is Festivus. Well,
1: Find that Se- Seinfeld
0: uh, episode yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, look at I it. I mean, I'm funny pretty sure it's hell. on TBS
1: every oh, yeah. freaking night. Oh, yeah. Especially
0: <laughs> this time of year. Yeah.
1: Again, I think grievances equals communication, positive, negative. And you know me, like, I have no filter. So I just say, like, no, nah, don't mm. be a dick. Don't be an asshole. But you do also that.
0: don't have to have that conversation but, yeah. with the soon-to-be-ex either. You can, yeah. you can internalize that stuff and have and a conversation sometimes,
1: with yourself. Okay. Okay. Mm. Cool. Yeah. That's, a, that's you not feeding into it, and your grievances will be less. Yep. Again, get it out. Don't keep it harbored, whether it's journaling, grievances, podcasting, all the things. Do something productive to make the holidays better.
0: A festivist for the rest of us. Yep. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Merry Christmas. Love you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye.